Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back, folks, to Today's Issues. You're listening to the American Family Radio Network. By the way, if uh, you're going to be traveling and we'll be having withdrawals because you won't be able to listen to AFR or you won't be sure you can listen while you're traveling, I got good news for you. You can still listen. Download the AFR app onto your smartphone or other portable device. As long as you have a good signal, you can listen to AFR anywhere in the world. And uh, some people do all over the all over the world. Uh, periodic, periodically, we'll hear from, we have a lot of listeners in California. And boy, we don't have stations there, so they're listening via the app. All right, uh, Ray, Dr. Ray Pritchard is my co-host today, and he is president and founder of Keep Believing Ministries. Ray, just talk for a little bit about uh, Keep Believing and uh, what your website is and uh, what is there. Hey, I hope all of our listeners, Ed, will surf on over to keepbelieving.com. Easy to find us. If you put keepbelieving.org, it doesn't matter. We own them both. Either one will get to us. Uh, we've got a, a whole online library of Bible study resources. We believe the Word of God is meant to be understood. And we believe if you study the Word of God, it's going to help you. We like to say our name is our mission. We, we want to help people believe in Jesus and then find the courage and strength and resilient faith to keep on believing in him. So <clears throat> come on over to keepbelieving.com. Uh, there's an article up there about the man who was my father in the ministry, Reverend Ed McCollum. This is Pastor Appreciation Month, and Brother Ed is long, long, long time in heaven, but he's the man who first explained the gospel to me, and then under that, the sermon we've talked about, the, the video version of my sermon uh, on the path to 666, six, five signs of the mark of the beast. That's just an example of the kind of stuff we have. A lot of biblical resources, Ed, so I just encourage our friends to surf on over to keepbelieving.com and check us out. Well, sounds great, and um, Dr. Ray Pritchard is a fine Bible teacher, folks. Check out his material over there at Keep Believing. I did I forgot to do this in the uh, last hour. I had kind of teased it before we took our bottom of the hour break after the first segment. But um, because of the efforts of One Million Moms, which is a division of American Family Association and other folks, we weren't the only ones talking about this program, this uh, uh, animated sitcom series, uh, Little Demon, that is was uh, airing on FXX, that is a part of the Walt Disney Company, uh, was a terrible uh, animated series glorifying Satan and the Antichrist. Uh, well, that has been canceled. And that uh, great news will be posted, I'm sure, fairly soon on One Million Moms. Uh, One Million Moms went after the sponsors of that program because, I mean, Glorifying sin is one thing. It is taking it to a whole nother level to glorify the devil himself and the Antichrist. Uh, but that has been canceled. So good news. And thank you to those of you who, who uh, participate in some of the action alerts of One Million Moms. Some of our folks will take the time to contact 
advertisers on programs like that or even to call on Disney itself to cancel uh, such a program. And uh, very sad that we had to do that, but that's the world in which we live. And uh, so thank you to all those who took part in that. That's some good news for a change. All right, joining us is Steve Jordahl. Hey, hey, hey. Steve. Good morning. Slash good afternoon. Good afternoon. For those listening in the East. That's right. And Moscow. Good night. And, and, and Moscow. Hey, listen, I would love for us to have a good listenership in Moscow. That'd if you're fantastic. listening, Vladimir, stop. It's Just, not too late to withdraw from Ukraine. There we go. <laughs> hey, that, that'd, be a, that'd be a great thing to, to be able to report to our people that that war had come to an end. Uh, all right, so what uh, what stories are you looking at? You were talking about Disney. Um, they're having a they're having a hard month, <laughs> I think. So they put out Disney's uh, DGE Communications, which stands for the uh, Disney General Entertainment uh, part of the company, and they put out a little newsletter, and in it they have this little section called Dad Jokes. And if uh, JJ's listening, he, this, he can use this later. No, don't encourage him. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, the dad joke for yesterday was, my four-year-old son has been learning Spanish all year, and he still can't say the word please, which I think is poor for four. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. That's... I got it. <laughs> uh, Steve. All JJ. Okay. So that was uh, on listen, JJ, <laughs> JJ's jokes are a scream compared to that. Well, listen to this. That was October three, October four. This note in the DGE uh, page it was the same day actually. In today's Stay Connected loose newsletter, there was an inappropriate joke. It was never our intention to marginalize a language or a young person's learning skills, and we apologize to anyone offended. We strive to maintain a sense of belonging and uphold our belief in diversity, equity, and inclusion within the company. We will do better. Are you serious? They apologize? <laughs> Wait serious. a second. So instead of apologizing for how terrible, how terrible the joke was, they apologized because of what the joke you said. You can't be too woke. Oh my goodness! Oh goodness well, gracious! That's uh, I'm not sure. What <laughs> no, no sense of humor. No what, sense. I, of didn't humor I say that? Right. I said that in the first hour that the left has no sense of humor. Right. So, note to JJ: if you want to be taken seriously at Disney World or Disneyland, just stay away from that joke. Uh, he won't get uh, JJ's a man of God. He's not going to get invited to Disney. So. No. Wow, that's that's just ridiculous. <laughs> what, By the what, way, t at least tell our listeners you were listening when we were talking about before the break about yeah. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Tell our listeners what happens there. Well, I'm going to ask. Google. I'm going to actually ask ask um, uh, Ray. You can confirm this, folks. Uh, this is so the character Velma was the one that was come that they declared was a lesbian and homosexual, and they're celebrating that. So uh, Ray, bring up and everybody at home if you're on a computer. Bring up the Google search page. Okay. Just take a second. You got that, Ray? Just Google.com. I, 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 I will have it in one second here. Okay. 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 Now, okay. Got when you it. got that up, type in okay. the word Velma. V-E-L-M-A. M-A. And okay. press search. Okay. What happens, Ray? Uh, top story. Oh, first of all, <laughs> what's going on on my screen? All That's, this yeah. gay liberation. Um, uh, it's graffiti. 
Graffiti, thank you. Thank you. It's coming across my screen. And then top stories, Velma is officially a lesbian in new It was the Google graffiti, it was, thing, the graffiti thing is what Steve brought your attention to. to. So Google is celebrating it so that when people search for Velma, not only do they get a bunch of stories celebrating that, but Google decided to put a bunch of uh, graffiti and gay flags float down your screen because, listen, this, folks, this is when the Bible says love not the world because uh, all that is in the world is, uh, this is from First John chapter 2, verses, uh, I think, uh, 15 through 17. Um, maybe Ray can correct me. He's the, the Bible teacher. The world is passing away. All that is in the world is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. This is, this is why the Bible says that, because Google celebrates a cartoon declaring one of its characters to be lesbian because Google and the cartoon are part of the same world system that are in rebellion to God. So that's what you can expect. Be careful and watch over your kids. Guard their souls. All right. Well, I don't want to spend too much time talking about Scooby-Doo. No, we're done. Ridiculous. But, oh. huh? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Let's move on. What else you got? All right. Uh, you guys remember talking about this gentleman named Mark Houck, who's a pro-life uh, um, clinic, prayer warrior, whatever you want to call him, right, in right. Pennsylvania. Yeah. The FBI came to his house, weapons drawn, stormed and it. they stormed his house, and they arrested him for a crime uh, of blocking clinic entrances of federal law that was passed, and it was a year ago. Well, now the FBI has visited Mount Juliet, Tennessee, outside of Nashville. In early March of 2021, again, a year and a half ago, a group of individuals decided to go protest, pray, sing, peacefully put, make their presence known at an abortion clinic in a business office in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. They uh, went there. The local police were called. They, you know, they were chided for trespassing. Charges dropped. All It's all done. Well, the FBI has shown up at their doors now, one of them with guns drawn, the other with subpoenas, and ordered them to report to Nashville to, or, to face federal conspiracy charges under the Federal Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances. This is 11 pro-lifers. Um, are now being dragged into court and charged with a federal crime because they were at... Now, this is peaceful. I don't know what the yardage is, how, long, how far they have to be away from the entrance to a clinic, but they don't block people from entering. They don't physically touch anybody. If anything, they shout at them, say, pray, you know, second thought, you know, what about your baby? Um, but the, the Justice Department, the Biden Justice Department, is having none of it. You know, Ray, this we, we talked about this. What, what's the uh, 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 Hauk? Hauk. Hauk. What's his first name? His uh, brother Mark. that was Mark, Mark. Hauk. Okay. Um, we talked about this when uh, Hauk was arrested by the FBI. Because as far as I know, there have been no arrests for the dozens, dozens of churches many of them Catholic churches, but uh, churches in general, and then crisis pregnancy centers that have been bombed, burned, vandalized. Um, the FBI has, as far as I know, made no arrests. They say they're investigating, 
But and so maybe they are. But they've made no arrests. Meanwhile, they got George Gascon on the case. <laughs> yeah. So uh, meanwhile, um, uh, Mark Hauk has been arrested. And we said at the time, Ray, that the, that the Biden administration, because they lost the Dobbs case, <clears throat> overturning Roe versus Wade and K, uh, Planned, Parent, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, those case those court rulings overturned. They are now pulling out all the stops to intimidate pro-lifers. As far as I know, court cases about these kinds of efforts in front of abortion clinics have all gone in favor of peaceful protests. But that doesn't seem to matter to the Biden administration. This is horrifying what the Biden administration is doing with the FBI. You know, what they have done, guys, Joe Biden and his people, they have weaponized the FBI as a tool against their political opponents. And they have decided, declared basically, that if you're pro-life and you're going to speak out, uh, you're not just in the opposition, but you're somebody to be harassed, somebody to be attacked, somebody to be arrested, somebody to be put into jail. And it is, we used to say it was worrisome. Okay, but that, that word is not strong enough. It is terrifying to think about being in a country where the administration can say to the FBI, go after this group of people simply because they are our political opponents. We're seeing it happen across America so many ways. It's it's an all-out attack on the pro-life movement, and it has ratcheted up to a new dangerous level since the Dobbs, Dobbs decision came down. Well, uh, this... Uh, again, this kind of thing is probably going to wind up going to the Supreme Court because there's a conflict here. There's a conflict here between the FACE Act, the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. That was signed, I think, Steve, under signed into law by President Clinton yep. in 1994, 95, thereabouts. So there's a conflict here between this federal law, the FACE Act, which is supposed to protect women and their escorts going into abortion clinics. And listen, I'm all in favor of protecting them. There are already laws on the books to do that. Uh, Local laws, state laws, you you can't assault anyone anyway. So this is an effort, though, to protect them. So I I don't know. It may go from state to state. Different states have different versions of these kinds of laws in terms of where you can stand this is to, a federal law to protest. It's, it's, yeah, federal no, laws. I know, but equally, do you know yeah. how far away? It, this it was in, this was interesting. This was in an office building, and they lined the hallways in a different part of the building, but within the view of the door of this abortion clinic, which shared a building, an office building with another uh, medical non-abortion. So, so the business. conflict is with the First Amendment. The conflict is with the First Amendment. If you are standing on public ground, and a lot of times these counselors who want to counsel the women going in they want to appeal to them not to abort their baby or they might want to hold up signs protesting a planned parenthood clinic for example they are on public ground they're on the sidewalks so this clash between this federal law and also state laws there's been cases that have gone to uh, federal courts uh, i was looking at a case in massachusetts so this conflict is going to have to be settled by the supreme court but the thing we're talking about is that the Biden administration 
has weaponized the Department of Justice. This Mark Houck situation is is just tyranny, where they they storm this guy's house over a case that was dropped, charges dropped in Philadelphia, and it's happening eleven times more now. Exactly yes. the same thing. And I think I think they want to let everyone know if you go to an abortion clinic, we're sending the FBI to your door That's and it. we'll arrest you. That's it. And you're going to have to fight it. It's a scare in court. tactic. So, all right. Um, hey, listen, people, I'll just tell you, elections have consequences. So for all those who uh, who are Christian, who said, I couldn't stand Donald Trump and I voted for Joe Biden or I didn't vote at all. Guess what? These are your brothers and sisters being hauled in by the federal government. Congratulations on what you did. All right. I don't want to get on my hobby horse here. Go you ahead. can get off yeah. <laughs> and stay on it as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, so um, you, we uh, talked yesterday about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Well, he's an active participant on Twitter, has been for a long time, right. has sometimes some amusing posts and sometimes nonsensical. But anyway, the other day he put out a poll. It's a Ukraine-Russia peace plan. I don't know if this is his poll or if he got it from somewhere else, but these were the choices. It's a yes or no vote. Do you believe in, first of all, redo elections of annexed regions under the U.N. supervision? Russia will leave if it's the will of the people. Crimea, formerly part of Russia, it has been since 1873. Give that back to them. And then a couple other measures uh, about peace. And then the, do you uh, think this is a good idea or not? 41% yes, it's a good idea. 59% no. Anyway, so just a poll that he puts out, just for information, for fun. Well, China, and I don't know why all of a sudden China is upset because of the Russia thing, but the Chinese, this is a member of the Chinese state-affiliated media, meaning this is speaking for the Chinese government. This is what they tweeted out regarding an American citizen who posted something on American platform Twitter. They've tweeted out the Russian, the Chinese Communist Party. Elon Musk has released his personality too much, and he believes too much in the U.S. and West's freedom of speech, in quotes. He will be taught a lesson. Which is clearly <clears throat> an implied threat. And this is... An official tweet from the Chinese government, right? It's via their state state affiliated via their media. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, Ray, that's an interesting question. What or an interesting quote? He will be taught a lesson. Yeah. What that is a, that is an implied threat, guys. But what exactly is being implied here? What are they going to do? I, I, he is the richest man in the world. I know that. I, they're yeah. a sovereign state with nuclear weapons. I don't know. Well, well I, yes. Surely they're not going <laughs> to nuke Elon Musk. But listen, I, 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 I don't know how to read that, but I, I will say this. Communist governments, nothing is ever accidental. You right. don't have a rogue member of the government tweeting out something on his own or her own accord, and then they're brought in by the communist no. uh, leadership and they say you shouldn't do that no. no these kinds of things are all pre-planned they are in response to something and they are meant they are meant to get a message across uh, ray i remember back during the cold war between the u.s and the soviet union our intelligence agencies would study official photographs of the leadership they you know they would have the you know the uh the top people in front right. and then right. there would be on the on the uh stairs or the bleachers behind them to be other people sitting they would study 
where people were positioned and if somebody was not in the photo. And they would, because the Soviet government was letting people know who got whacked. Hmm. You know, when somebody disappeared, they had been disappeared and the message was being sent. These communist governments have such control. This was sent by the Chinese government. It is an implied threat. But to your point, I'm not sure what exactly they're threatening to do. So so if Joe was in the picture last week and he's not in the picture this week, it's not because Joe came down with a cold or That's the flu. exactly right. <laughs> that person, he's, he's gone and he's not coming back. That he person, came up with a cold on the eighth floor of the building and the aspirin was on the ground floor. That's, <laughs> and he, right. that's right. He sleeps with the fishes. That's, that's right. That's what they used to study with the Soviet Union. And the Soviet Union played the game. They, right. they, they, were, they were making doing. clear that this person was – a goner. So I don't know what they're implying, but it's pretty nervy of the Chinese government to it's implied or, or expressed expressly uh, made. I, I don't know what they think they're doing. By I'm reading a new book by uh, the, a guy we talk to often here, Lieutenant Colonel Bob McGinnis, Robert McGinnis. He works for the Pentagon, and he's a frequent commentator on Fox News and for American Family News. He's just written a new book called Kings of the East. China's plan to eliminate America and impose a communist world order. Fascinating and very scary. I would recommend it. Uh, required reading for anybody who's interested in, in global affairs or just interested in freedom. Hey, listen, I'd, I'd be interested. See if you can set it it's up. It's out I'd be in two days. Yeah, we can do talking that. talking with, uh, uh, he's a colonel. Lieutenant Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel McGinnis about this. Uh, because we forget when we talk about China, China. We we forget that they are communist and their ideology is all about communism spreading sure. around the world and I don't care what how many failures that ideology has under its belt uh they still want to do it. And so we forget that China wants and and the US is standing in the way of that in part not just us but uh I'd be interested in having the the lieutenant colonel on to discuss his new book uh all right what else uh, oh we got uh i got a, i got something to play. left you yeah got- so uh, joe biden we you said was in florida the other day uh yesterday and uh, looking at the hurricane damage he has this propensity to want to everybody to be able to identify with everybody's pain and so he tends to inflate stories this is what he said about people who lost their home cut four i know from experience how much how much anxiety and fear and concern there are in the people we didn't lose our whole home, but lightning struck, and we lost an awful lot of it about 15 years ago. This is the current, uh, the, the day after the fire. There's a report in firehouse.com. It's a news site. Lightning struck the home of Senator Joseph Biden, starting a small fire that was contained to the kitchen. No one was injured. The fire was put out in 20 minutes. But so he, so he's, he's likening the loss, substantial loss to his home. Well, what he said is a, a, a large part of his home. In other words, yeah. he lost a frying pan or two, maybe. Well, he's he's blowing it up oh, yeah. to make it sound like he had lost. Two and comparing who, it to the, who, uh, the disaster in Florida. Lost their whole homes. I wish we had time for the other thing you yeah. had. Uh, we'll maybe we'll have to wait till next week because I'm sure there'll be something to add. I'm sure there will be. To, uh, to that. Anyway, Ray, thanks for being on with us, brother. You bet. Thank you, Ed. Folks, check out keepbelieving.com. And that's all the time we have for the stories today, for today's issues. But I got good news for you. 
There's more great programming directly ahead on American Family Radio. And uh, Lord willing, we will be with you tomorrow for Trivia Friday. Tim Wildman and J.J. Jasper, I think, will both be joining me. Brent Creeley, is that correct? Both of those guys will be on for Trivia Friday tomorrow. All right. We'll see you then, folks. Have a blessed day.